Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heartstream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth that helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global Heartstream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Stream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, your host, and I'm very excited to be meeting with you starting a new month. Today it's Wednesday, the 3rd of November, and with a new month comes a new theme. The theme that we're going to be exploring here in YouTube, Facebook, and then also within the Heart Leader Academy is how to remain calm, centered, and strong in a stressful world. Today's conversation will focus on the essence of what this is all about. A little phrase that I managed to put together that has three words, emotional self-mastery. We're going to be talking about what emotional self-mastery is, what it is not. And we're going to be I'm going to offer you this new perspective to begin to see it not as a place that you're going to arrive at someday, but rather a path that you can follow. All right. Welcome, Cindy. Welcome, Jennifer. Hello, Linda Luz. Can't see me. You can't see me. Is anybody having the same trouble that you can't see me? Can you hear me at least? Good morning, Veronica. Hello. Hello, Shella. Hello, those of you who are joining us right now, wherever you are in the world. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Uh, hello, and peaceful moments, Reiki. Linda Luz says, yes, I can hear you, but for some reason, uh, you're struggling to see me. Okay, well, the most important thing is that you can hear me. I can see and hear you, says Veronica Camargo. Muchas gracias. And thank you uh, to those of you who came on Monday for the first uh, Directo al Corazón, the first uh, live broadcast I've ever done in Spanish, where I got to talk a little bit about my story of origin, really my journey of heart awakening. So I got to share quite intimately uh, a little bit about my life the the title of the episode was called who am i and why am i here <laughs> thank you teresa uh fendi de la cruz you can hear me and you can see me okay and nihan welcome she can also see me and hear me teresa says thank you everybody for your existence and your light blessings uh, yes, Linda Luz, thank you. She says she loved it. She loved the Monday broadcast. Okay, cool. So, well, we're just getting started. And um, my intention is to continue to grow these, uh, these weekly broadcasts. Um, I have some plans, which I'll reveal to you a little bit later. Not, not in today's episode, but later in the coming weeks. All right, so... 
emotional self-mastery and the path that leads to it. Even though, as I said earlier, it's not really a place that you're going to arrive at someday, but rather a path that you're going to follow, a path where you are, in essence, choosing to remain calm, center, and strong in what is becoming a highly stressful and highly emotionally charged world. Um, that is the definition of emotional self-mastery. Now, you know, when, when you hear the words emotional self-mastery, you kind of get this, I uh, get this image of like this lion tamer, okay, like this master, like, you know, in a, in a ring circus where your, your emotions are like these wild animals and you have to tame them, you have to sit, make them sit down on command, okay? I want you to scratch that image. Emotional self-mastery has nothing to do with like mastering or even taming your emotions. Quite the opposite. It's actually bringing the place or the power back to you. Okay, this is, what, this is why I call it the path of emotional self-mastery, not just the path of emotional mastery. is emotional self-mastery. So it's taking ownership of that self, that part of you that feels. And begin by taking full and complete responsibility for two things. First, your emotions. Right? And that means stop making other people responsible for how you feel. And then the second thing that you're going to become responsible for is for your emotional well-being. So rather than making, again, somebody else responsible for your emotional well-being and waiting for, for somebody else to change their behavior so that you can feel good, so that you can feel safe, so that you can have peace, it's learning how to bring the control, the power, the awareness back to yourself, the space in which emotions are rising so that you can, in essence, master that space, master the container in which these emotions are happening, are being experienced, are rising and falling from moment to moment to moment. And the way that we're going to do this is by activating this inner sense of heart coherence, which is the essence of what heart intelligence is all about. And it's really all the heart math uh, techniques and tools that they give you, that they give you, they're all designed to help you activate this inner sense of heart coherence or psychophysiological coherence or a sense of unity that you arrive on when you begin to affect changes in the electromagnetic life forces that are being generated from within you. So in other words, you, you taking not only ownership of your emotions, you're taking full and complete ownership for your emotional well-being, but you're taking full and complete responsibility also for your electromagnetic generator or your own vibration through your heart. This is where the heart then takes precedence or becomes really, really important. And then this is then where the work that we do here week after week, and then in a much deeper and intense form over at the academy and the different training programs that it facilitates, such as the heart warrior training or the heart leader training, this is where then where then the battlefield begins. So with that as a bit of an introduction, I want to ask you a question. I want to provoke you. What if what we call stress, stress that we feel in everyday life, what if it's an inside job? What if all stress what if the cause of all stress is actually inside of you and not outside, as many of us have believed? What if stress has absolutely nothing to do with what's happening on the outside, but rather what is happening 
inside of you? What if stress is actually an emotional response to something that is happening outside of you, but a response that you can, over time, learn how to control, learn how to manage it. So let me explain to you how this works. Imagine you have these twins, okay, these two twins. <laughs> I just remember um, like this silly joke from high school. Uh, it's, a, it's a joke that uh, a good friend of mine, um, Mimi, in high school, <laughs> used to say to me all the time. Um, in case you don't know, my first name is Jose, right? And when I first arrived in the U.S., at first I went by the name of Jose. So I remember that um, this girl once told me a joke about um, uh, what is a... Uh, um, what does a fireman name his twin sons? <laughs> Jose and Jose B. <laughs> All right. So imagine you have Jose and Jose B. <laughs> okay, you got twins, these beautiful twin brothers. They're exactly alike. They share the exact same uh, genetic material. Now, Jose, or Jose, uh, when he goes to the to Great Adventure, one of those uh, Six Flags, for example, one of those amusement parks, and it's time to ride the roller coaster. Jose loves the roller coaster. So what does he do? If you what do you do if you love the roller coaster? You sit in front, right? And what do people who sit in the front of the roller coaster do? It's like they. When the roller coaster is about to go down, they open their arms and they just let out all this noise and scream and they go, ah, right? So that's Jose. Then you got Jose B. <laughs> and Jose B is completely the opposite of his brother. He's terrified of roller coasters. Now, if you're terrified of roller coasters, what do you do? You are likely to ride the roller coaster like as far as back as you possibly can, possibly the last row. <laughs> and then what do you do as the roller coaster begins to make its way down the mountain? What do you do? Do you open your arms and scream? No. Hose B does the opposite. He like clenches his fist, tightens his jaw, and he just like closes everything and he just goes and he fights the force. He basically his his nervous system's response is to close and to pressure everything. Right? So here we have the exact same child two different worldviews obviously two little souls two little personalities two lives experiences but one of them when confronted with all of this energy what does he do he opens up and he becomes available to the energy and he enjoys the ride right and all the adrenaline and everything that comes with it but the other one what does the other one do the other one closes, tightens, you know, refuses to let the energy to move through them. And that's what stress is. The same force is moving through two people and each one of them is experiencing in a completely different way. Something, for example, that can be very, very stressful to some one else like let's say your best friend for you it's like it's a no sweat but if if but something that to your best friend is like not a big deal you know it could be something that really really stresses you so what does that mean then that 
Stress is an inside job. It's a matter of perception. It's really the way in which your body, your physiology, which includes not just your autonomic nervous system, but both also your mind and your emotional system, it's the way it's responding. So it's a response to obviously to what, what appears to be some kind of a perceived threat or danger. So the source of stress is within. And if the source of stress then is within, because our perception is within, right? Our perception, if you think of it as perception as the eyes, if it's, it's the, the perception, how I perceive a certain situation. What if then the way out of that stressful situation, it's about changing our perception. We're changing dealing with the part of us inside of ourselves that is experiencing it as a threat, as something to run away from or something to be scared of. And what if then the path of emotional self-mastery then is the path of taking ownership of that part of you where the perception is taking place and then also taking ownership of that part of you that is also responding from a place of, let's say, fear, anger, emotional stress, whatever other emotions you want to associate with it, and then affecting a change there at that level. If you could do that, if you could be strong, calm, centered in situations that these days really stress you, really scare you, really challenge you, how, how would your life be different? How would that change your life? Would you like that? What do you think will happen to all those things that you're afraid of doing, for example, because they stress you? Taking those actions, maybe, for example, confronting someone you don't do it because you're afraid of what you're going to feel inside and how much stress is going to bring up in you and the other person. What about expressing your true feelings, asking for what you want? You see, I've come to realize after many years of doing this work and working with so many clients in this area of emotional self-mastery is that the majority of us more often than not, are not really afraid of things themselves. But we're afraid, rather, of how we're going to feel. How we're going to feel or how we're going to make other feel as a result of asking for what we want, expressing our truth, um, or doing something. That, uh, that is in greater alignment with who you are, the real you, and the bigger reason why you're here. Majority of us are really afraid of the emotions itself, not so much of the thing itself. We're more afraid about or of what we are going to feel as a result. And so the key then to this path of emotional self-mastery, the key, and this is where then the shift begins to happen is when you begin to take ownership of your emotional well-being, when you begin to take ownership of, in essence, all of your emotional responses, when you stop making other people responsible for how you feel, when you stop removing completely from your vocabulary the word or the words you make me feel. Does that mean you don't feel? Of course you do. You still feel things. You can have all these emotional triggers and responses. But you're letting go of this idea that something out there is hurting you. What's not really hurting you. It's what's hurting you is your thoughts, your feelings, your perception of it. That's what's hurting you. Right? It's, it's your perception of it. It's not the thing itself. And so when you begin to take ownership and when you begin to then work at the level in which basically where the problem lies, it's an emotional problem. And therefore, when you begin to offer it an emotional solution, which basically is 
strengthening your emotional system, bringing your emotional system into greater sense of unity or coherence, then the magic begins to happen. So what we want to do then is we want to strengthen our emotional systems. And the fastest and most effective way of doing it, doing this is through the heart. Why the heart? Well, because your heart generates the largest electromagnetic field or life force field within you and all around you. And that electromagnetic field changes also the physiological responses, which basically then translate into all these different hormonal changes that give rise to our emotions at the bio or the physiological level. And so we want to activate this sense of unity that happens when we begin to breathe into the heart, when we begin to then allow the heart and the emotional system to expand. Because that's one of the things that happens. So remember Jose, he expands. When the big emotion comes, and think of the emotion as like this gravitational force that now wants to move through the physical body of his child. When the emotion wants to move through him, the emotion, this, power, this force, this power and motion, what does Jose do? He opens. He opens up. So that by opening up, he can allow this energy to move through him. So the opposite of that would be closing up, constricting ourselves, and, actually, and then actually either avoiding the emotion altogether, pushing it away, suppressing it. Sometimes when we suppress or repress these emotions, what we do is we project them out to other people in our lives. And this is, this is again, um, what gives rise to the, these words I was speaking about earlier. When you start blaming other people for how you feel, so rather than taking ownership for your emotions, you begin to tell other people, you're responsible for how I feel. You're responsible for how miserable, miserable sad, depressed I am. And instead, you're learning then how to cultivate this inner sense of unity within yourself, which over time then allows you to remain calm, strong, and centered regardless of what is happening. Now, does that mean you're not going to feel things? No, quite the opposite. As you, be, as you grow on this path of emotional self-mastery, you become more sensitive to emotion. You feel more. But because your entire electromagnetic system and therefore emotional system has expanded, these emotions don't stay with you for a very long time. You begin to, in essence, see the distinction between you and your emotions. You begin to separate yourself from your emotions and you begin to re realize, come to this aha, this big conclusion that you're not your emotions. That you're not your sadness, you're not your depression, you're not your anger, you're not your guilt, you're not your shame. You're not the angry one. You're not the guilty one. You're not the depressed one. You're not all of that. You begin to let go of the, all of these associations that you have made and even some labels that society have put on you. But rather, you begin to see yourself as the space in which these emotions are happening. And then as that space, as that container, where there's space where these emotions can move through, then... There's more and more and more space within you. In other words, the, these emotions can flow through you really quickly in and out with greater sense of ease, ultimately allowing you to flow with life. And not only that, arriving at a point then where you can begin to see and identify the wisdom and the information that each one of these emotions has for you. Because emotions contain information contain information about both your inner environment and your outer environment and about other people. Okay, so one of the things that happens as a result of becoming an emotional self-master 
you begin to engage your emotions, you begin to welcome these emotions, you begin to even have conversations with these emotions so that you can get the information that they're trying to convey to you. Each emotion has intelligence within you. Within it, sorry. And when you begin to extract and you begin to see these emotions not as your, as your enemies, not as something to run away from, but rather as your perception of the energy of life itself as it's moving through you. Because ultimately, that's what emotions are. Feelings is your capacity to feel into this life force, emotional energy, and then be able to discern and call that emotion sadness, grief, uh, joy, etc. But the energy behind this emotion is the raw force of life itself. We live, in essence, in a, an emotionally... Um, charge world because it is like that by design right it is this electromagnetic energy that it's moving through the entire creation everything every being every object every plant generates an electromagnetic field everything generates a field and everything is not only generating a field of energy but it's also interacting with the objects around it, our thoughts, our energies, our emotions, our energies. So we're constantly interacting again. Also receiving emotions from other people to the point where we cannot even tell the difference between what our emotions, what emotions are ours and what emotions belong to other people. Again, the journey begins when we take ownership and we begin to create some distance between us and the emotion when we begin to lose this over identification with our emotions and begin to inhabit more and more and more and more and more that space where the emotions are happening so that we can say okay i am feeling sad but i'm not my sadness i am feeling anger but i'm not my anger I'm feeling lost, why not? But I'm not my loss. I am feeling whatever that may it is that you may be feeling. But you are not that. You're just the space in which these emotions are happening. You're just this space in which these emotions are rising and falling. And then because of rising and falling, what begins to happen is what Jose experiences which is a general attitude of openness and available to all of life that then allows you to flow with life and the energy of life itself. And because you're flowing with life, you could, in essence, feel like you are in a state of coherence. Remember that the word coherence means, in essence, togetherness. And so you are flowing with life. You're flowing with the energy of life. All right, so... Remain strong, to remain strong, calm, and centered, that doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that your energy is low. It just means that as the energy is happening, you're present to the energy, yet you're strong. And you are also anchored and centered, right, in a way that the energy cannot knock you down, cannot take you out. All right, so you're riding the roller coaster. Right, from a place of strength, calm, and flow. Again, before we dive into today's guided meditation, how would your life be different if you could begin to flow with life in that way? What do you think? would be the benefit in your life if you started allowing more the energy of life itself wouldn't it be easier to let go of the past to let go of all the resentments to let go of the need to want to be right to let go of all uh, heartbreaks for example so 
rather than holding on to all these old emotions and not letting them flow through you, you give yourself permission to feel them very deeply until they run its course so that then you can welcome what life has in store for you. One of the reasons many people, for example, are unable to manifest new love in their life is because they're still holding on to the past. They're still holding on to someone from the past who broke their heart, um, who laughed at them, who abandoned them. And so within them, there's still this resentment, feelings of unforgiveness, right? And then obviously fear of opening their hearts again. But when you are taking full ownership of your emotional well-being and you are on this path of what I call emotional self-mastery, it becomes easier to feel to feel these emotions deeply until they run their course so that then you can open up to new energies, new new emotions that the universe wants to bring your way, which will ultimately lead to new experiences. That's what the path of emotional self-mastery then. It is not a destination, as I said at the very beginning. It's not a place you're going to arrive at, but it's rather a way of showing up for life every day where you're choosing to be Jose instead of Hosby. Where you choose to be in the front seat of your life and say, hey, I'm here. God put me here for a reason. I'm going to make the most out of it. And I'm going to give myself permission to experience life fully. The fear, the anger, the joys, the ups and the downs rather than closing myself, riding the roller coaster on the back seat and, um, and not giving myself permission to actually to enjoy the ride, but living in constant fear, afraid that I'm going to get hurt, afraid that somebody's going to hurt my, break my heart, afraid that somebody's going to make fun of me, afraid that I'm going to fail, afraid that, etc., 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 Choosing life and in essence choosing God because God is life. All right, so let's begin our guided meditation. And today's guided meditation is a meditation to help you first take full ownership of your emotional well-being. Take full and complete responsibility for your emotions. And begin to expand and strengthen your heart's electromagnetic field. Let us begin. As we always do, we begin by putting our feet firmly on the ground. Ensuring that the upper body is nice and straight. And holding this image that we had of Jose riding the roller coaster in the front seat. We choose to open our arms, our shoulders, our torso. Creating a nice and open attitude. As we gently now close our eyes. Choosing now for the next few moments to grow in our ability to remain strong, calm, and centered. what is becoming an increasingly more and more stressful and highly emotionally charged world. Strong in our presence, in our hearts. Calm and centered. Anchored in a higher truth. anchored 
the love, the wisdom and the power within us that becomes available to us when we reestablish our connections with our hearts and then through our hearts to the heart of God. So let's begin by placing a hand right there over the middle of the chest. As we imagine now that there is a cord or a laser beam that connects our hearts to the heart of God, the central sun, the heart of the cosmos. Feeling, seeing, imagining this connection as we begin to breathe straight into the heart, slow, deep, and evenly. And as you continue to do that for the next few moments, allow me to speak the following prayer on your behalf. Connect, harmonize, and unify my heart to the infinitely loving heart of God. Speaking on behalf of everyone who's present here today, I connect, harmonize, and unify my heart to the heart of the cosmos. Knowing that where I am, God is. And that it is God's love that is right now beating my heart. With every breath that I take into my heart, I energize my heart. creating a deeper and deeper connection with the heart of our Heavenly Father and Divine Mother. With every breath in and out of my heart, I begin now to establish a greater sense of harmony and flow with all of life, for God is life. And when I attune my heart to the heart of God, I am attuning, in essence, my heart to the heart of life itself. As you continue to breathe in and out of the heart, allow the connection between your heart and the heart of God to grow. In the name I am that I am, in the name of the Holy Christ self, every person here today, I call now for an immediate expansion of the silver cord that connects our hearts to the heart of God. May this increase in connection allow more of God's life, love, wisdom, power to flow into my life. Increasing my connection with the source and increasing my ability to remain strong, calm, and centered 
no matter what is happening around me. Knowing that it is this presence within my heart, that it is my immovable rock. That it is the presence of God within me where I can now rest and stand and know and be still and remember that in God consciousness, in love consciousness, in the consciousness of the I am that I am, all things are possible. Therefore, I am capable of changing any current negative condition in my life and choose a different direction. I am capable of experiencing growth, expansion, and success where up until now there have been deserts and confusion. I am capable of experiencing greater love, intimacy, and connection where up until now there's only been fear and disconnection. responsibility for my emotions. I now take full and complete responsibility for my emotional well-being. I am that I am, I declare my emotional sovereignty. I have the power to choose how I want to feel. I have the power to choose how I want to respond. This day, I am choosing the path of emotional self-mastery. Declaring the Christ present within me, the master of all my low-level emotions. I am the capacity to transcend all my fears, all my blocks. I am the capacity. Experience the love my heart is longing for. I am the capacity to flow with life. To let go and forgive the past. And to open up to new possibilities. 
I am the capacity to transform and heal all my relationships. By taking full responsibility for my feelings and my past actions. Declaring this the day I chose a new direction. Remembering that I am not my emotions. I am not what happened to me or how others make me feel. No one has power over my emotions. No one can control or manipulate how I feel. I now choose to master myself and my emotions. Choosing love instead of fear. Choosing life instead of death. Choosing to move forward with enthusiasm and joy. Open, available and receptive to what God and life have in store for me. With gratitude, I declare this now my reality. With gratitude, I declare myself to be now on the path towards my highest potential. For the path towards my highest potential begins the moment I take full and complete responsibility for my life, for my thoughts, for my feelings, for my actions, for my responses to life. Choosing to remain calm, center, strong in my heart. That is from this point forward, always connected the heart of God and to the heart of life itself. And so it is and it is so. Amen. For the next few moments, I allow these words now to wash over me as I continue to breathe in and out of my heart. Expanding my heart's electromagnetism, creating more and more and more space where the energy of life can now flow through me. that by doing this here and now, 
with a group of people all over the world who are also choosing the same or a similar path and choosing to remain open-hearted, available, receptive. I am now participating in the larger energy field. I allow myself now to be part of this energy. To unify my heart with the heart of everyone who's present here today. And to send this love, this energy, this power out to the world. Radiating our compassion out to the world. And to anyone who, like us, has been feeling helpless. And as if they, as if they are a victim of life. A victim of their emotions. radiate our compassion, our love and kindness out to the world. Choosing to remain in this energy for the next few moments as we continue to radiate this field, this vibration out to the world. Gently now we begin to initiate our journey back to the full awareness of our time together now. Choosing now to bring with us what it feels like to be anchored. Centered. Strong. come in our hearts remembering that the more we grow this awareness which can be grown as a muscle the more we're developing then the capacity to remain strong calm and centered out there in the world That doesn't mean that we're going to be exempt from life and negative emotions. No. Life will continue to still happen. But what will change, what will shift is our relationship with these emotions. Rather than running away from them, being scared of them, we will welcome them. We'll give ourselves permission to feel them. From this awareness that we are not our emotions, that we're more than our emotions. We are the space, the container in which these emotions are happening. 
And as we give ourselves permission to feel our emotions, our sadness, our disappointment, our anger, whatever it is, you're going to notice that the tendency then is for all the thoughts that are associated with that emotion to also to disappear, to dislodge themselves. You find yourself feeling angry and having angry thoughts, but then a few moments later, no longer feeling angry and not even remembering what it was that angered you. It's one of the many benefits that come as a result of doing this work and moving more and more and more into this space and walking this path. All right, my beautiful, invisible friends, we've come to the end of our time together. What are you taking away? How are you feeling right now after this brief process that I just guided you through? So remember that these guided meditations are always here, available to you. So anytime you feel you want to come back and reconnect and you want to do it with me, then you can always come back watch them again, find that space. You know, I part of what I do, part of my mission in life is being someone who's a guide that can guide you back into your heart, but um, my intention is not to create dependency, but rather once you've established that path, once you've learned how to go back into that space within you, for you to own that space then and, and get there on your own, okay? And if you want to then, after you know how to do that on your own, if you want to come back and share the journey with others because you enjoy the company, the pleasure of the people that you get to um, come into the heart with, then do that. But remember that the only reason why I can guide you there is because I go there myself every day, all the time, as much as I can. And the more I get to go there, the easier it is for me to guide other people there, okay? But remember, you're no different than me. You have the strength, the capacity to do that anytime you want to, okay? And then once you're able to get there on your own and do this easily, then if you want to do it with a group of people, then you know where to find us, okay? And Linda Lou says, what is Linda Lou says? Linda Lou says, this was beautiful grateful for you i love you thank you linda i love you too very much uh, Anne says i will be listening to this one again great um, shelly says thanks gabs needed that this week learn how to change my reaction and come back to a heart space great ben welcome uh, much love gabrielle it's just gabrielle no le at the end gabrielle with a uh, e at the end it's the it's the ladies version of it i'm not a lady last time i checked but there's a big lady inside of me though <laughs> i'm just joking uh Karine says uh my anchor point for radiating from this space yes beautiful wonderful all right linda irish uh cindy jennifer veronica shelley and peaceful um, and Teresa, Veronica, um, Ben, I'm doing my best to not repeat some names here, Kareen, um, Mariette, thank you, thank you very much for being with me today, really appreciate it. So next week we'll continue to explore this theme of um, the path of emotional self-mastery. Next week we're going to be focusing more on emotions. I'm going to give you a breakdown what emotions are and what they are not. And I'm going to share with you a very simple tool, technique, uh, that you can use to actually um, find out what information our emotions trying to give you, trying to tell you. Okay, This will be in the next week's uh, Heart Strength. All right, well, that's it for today. I hope you're walking away feeling more grounded, stronger, centered, and, um, and strong. Yeah, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you again next week. Until then, send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye-bye for now.
Thank you for joining me in this week's Heart Stream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others, and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming training and seminars, be sure to visit my website, gabrielgonzalez.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.